Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Jen Rosamparelli. And I'm Lottie Ryan. And this is our podcast on parenting, apparently. Apparently so. And this week, we're going to talk about why Jen is feeling a little bit stupid Yet again. And also, I need to find out about your first holiday away with your son. Well, yeah, it was interesting. This is Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. Please note, Jen and Lottie do not claim to be experts. Excuse me? I have a beautiful boy. I am an expert. Well, I haven't a clue what I'm doing. I'm pretty sure we're all just winging it. Should we get to it? Let's do it. Okay, so you went on holiday with Wolf. I was very excited for you because it's been a while and you did it. So how how was it? Was it amazing? Was it the best thing you've oh, ever done? Listen, overall, yes, it was incredible because it had been so long. We were trying to figure out when was the last time that we went away on holidays together. And when was it? So we determined because there's been a few family weddings. Yeah. So they don't count because there's family. Um, then I was like, what about our honeymoon? And Fabio pointed out to me that my sister turned up on our honeymoon with somebody. Sorry. I'm going to stop you there for a second. Your sister rocked up to your honeymoon. Yeah. With someone. Yeah. Like someone she was seeing? No, a family friend. A family friend. And why did she feel it was appropriate to rock up to your honeymoon? To surprise us. Where, did you want to murder her? A little bit. Yeah. And not only did she rock up to my honeymoon, she stayed in the same hotel and they got the room next door to our room. <laughs> So we you couldn't joke it. So we couldn't even have like noisy honeymoon sex. <laughs> I, I sorry, you, I, I, I could hear that she had a cough. She's coughing all night. I could hear her coughing. All, that's how close they were to us. So was it like you were having dinner with Fabio over you know, looking at the sunset and she just went surprise? Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much what happened. It was Bonnie, wasn't it? No, it was Babs. What? Yeah, I'm Babs. I'm shocked. <laughs> I know. I know. So she rocked up thinking you would love to have your sister. To hang out with her, even though she was just at the wedding. How many days? Oh, I can't remember. Like it's a while. Like I I think I'm five or six years married at this stage, which just goes to show. You can go to her honeymoon if she ever gets married. Exactly. Amazing. So we were thinking it's been five or six years. It wasn't. It's longer than that. So we, we get there. Everything was... Fabulous, the weather, oh, yeah. you know, Wolf slept on the plane. It caught the, dream. the dream. And then we went to the beach and a man dropped dead in front of us. Sorry, what? Yeah. Yeah, that was the start of my holiday, Jen. Somebody died on your holiday. Somebody died on my holiday. And so what happened? Well, basically, we went down to the beach and we... 
went and we rented like an umbrella and these two sunbeds. I can't be in the sun. Like the sun is not my friend. And we were sitting there with our little cocktail. Wolf is playing in the sand, having the time of his life. And there was a man walking by us and just along the shoreline of where we were. And he just fell to the ground. And... Fabio jumped up, ran over. Good man, Fabio. Yeah. Speed straight up, into action. Straight into action. And I was watching Fabio over with him going, oh God, I bet you that poor man is after fainting. Maybe he's got sunstroke or something. And next thing I see Fabio push him over and he's starting to give him CPR. <gasps> yeah. So I obviously grabbed Wolf, jumped up, ran over and I was like, oh my God, what's what's going on? What's going on? And Fabio was like, get help. So I ran back. I got a couple of guys to come over and they started taking it in turns, giving CPR. We called 911. I was This was the start of your holiday, Lottie. Yeah. 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 First of all, how amazing is Fabio to jump into action oh, like that? Oh, I know. That's who you, you want to be married to a guy like that. I know. Or be with a person like that because... To have that response in an emergency situation is phenomenal because a lot of people just freeze and don't know what to do. Well, you see, what's interesting is that is what a lot of people did. Yeah. And I was surprised, like people walking along the beach just stopped and froze. They didn't know what to do. And it made me think, well, I did spring into action. There was only so much I could do when I'm holding a baby, but... I, w- I w- definitely want to go back and do a refresher course for CPR anyway because <sighs> it is so important. I-, I saw how confident Fabio was and I was wondering, Jesus, would I be as confident as he is doing what he's doing, you know, in this moment? Now, I, d- I just want to, like, he's obviously not very good at it because the man died. Well, you know, the, we think that... He might need he a refresher pro- course. No, I think the man had died before... Okay. We even got. I think he might have had a massive heart attack or something. Oh, that so well, that's the paramedics got there after about. God, Jesus love must have been forty-five minutes, and they said, "Listen, he. We think he probably died before he even hit the ground." Listen, the poor man passed away. It was very traumatic. Um, and bizarre start to our holiday. Lottie, were you? Was your holiday? An episode. It's like sounds like an episode of White Lotus. See, I don't know, have you seen White Lotus? I because, no, I haven't seen White Lotus. But so people go to these tropical destinations. Mm-hmm. They're they're in a hotel and this mad is Stifler's shit. mom. Stifler's mom. A mad shit happens. Like yeah, that's me. See, this is why you don't go out. This is why Lottie, this is why I don't go out. Like we can't even walk for a coffee because something random will happen. And you go on holiday and somebody know, drops down in front of you. So this it's probably so typical. It's probably safer for other people. If I stay at home. I think people should just, if they see you, just run a mile. We'll talk more about holidays later. I want to know why um, you you said you've been feeling a bit stupid of recent times. Can I ask you a question? What? What does SOS mean? Save our souls. Oh, how did you know that? Because it's SOS. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So this week, my daughter's been asking me questions and I just feel really fucking stupid. Like like, what, like SOS? Just random questions. They just come out with random things, you know? They come out with random things like, oh, how do you make vinegar? And I'm like, what? I don't know. I actually have no idea. So I'm Googling and then I'm like, oh, 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 wow. Okay. Uh, very profoundly, she asked me, how does nature start? How did nature start? Wow. Yeah. And you're like, it, it, it. 
Why does daddy have nipples? <laughs> Why? <laughs> he has little teeny tiny, I call them little, little tiny pennies. He's really small nipples for some reason. <laughs> what did you and say to that? Teeny tiny. I said, uh, what, you know, I said, I'll tell you later. And then hopefully she forgets about it. I said, go watch some TV and forget about it. I have no answer for these things. I don't know. Is she just suddenly very inquisitive? She's very inquisitive and Enzo's very, but they'll just come out with these questions and, and things that you should know the answer to, you know, things that you should know. Like when I stopped off in the car and I was running in to put my, my clothes into the uh, dry cleaning, she was like, what happens when clothes get dry cleaned? I was like, I'm pretty sure. They're cleaned they go, without water? They go out the back and there's little children <laughs> just picking the dust and the dirt off your clothes. I it's, have no idea. It's like a re-education. It makes me think how stupid I'm going to feel when the time comes that Wolf gets homework because I can't do homework, particularly maths and geography. Yeah, you're fucking stupid sometimes. I'm really stupid sometimes. And yeah. I, yeah. I'm nervous about it. I'm genuinely nervous. I don't know how. What if he comes to me and he says, here's some long division and algebra. I'll be like, Ugh. well, it's not even that because you can always look that stuff up. What I have realised is I'm a terrible teacher. Oh. I have no patience. Okay. And I got that from my mother. Hi, Myra. So she was a phenomenal pianist, sorry, is. She's very good at playing the piano. Okay. We have a piano in the house and we're all quite musical, but she would never teach us. She would always send us out because she was like, I have no patience to listen to you banging on the piano, not knowing what you're doing. She's no patience to teach. And I have that impatience as well. So I get really impatient. It's awful. It's an awful thing to be because I really want to, because apparently now you have to do homework with your kids. Like years ago, like, did you ever sit down and do homework with your dad or your Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you? No, I didn't. I was on my own. Probably why I'm so stupid and I don't know what SOS means. But I sit down with Florence because I want to know how she's getting on. So I sit down and I try and do her homework, but I'm really impatient. I'm like, that's not the right word. And I have to stop myself. My and parents, it never works. When you lose, apparently, when you lose the rag or you get impatient, it doesn't work. My parents just did the homework. Sorry, what? So they just do it so as it would be over and done with. So more used to cheat. Like my dad would write some essays <gasps> and the teachers would be like, my God, you're so eloquently spoken. <laughs> that is a I'd disgrace. Like, yeah, that's because a broadcaster wrote it. Oh, I'm 12. <laughs> my God, I cannot believe you're admitting that. That is it, your family. I mean, I, I'm still... And my mum, who studied fine art in NCAD, paint a beautiful picture for me. No. <laughs> And you pass it off as your own. And the teacher would be like, Lottie, have you thought about applying for college? I can't draw a stick, man. I didn't get that gene. You know? That's unfortunate. That's a gene you want to have. You know, I know. She's very artistic. No, I can't. Can't do any of it. But wonderful marks in my homework. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just stunned in this conversation. First of all, I'm just, I'm just getting over Babs rocking up to your honeymoon. I know. I like, know. Like, that's a disgrace. That know. is disgusting. I think as she gets older, she'll understand she how inappropriate <laughs> it was, you know? It was so inappropriate. So inappropriate. It's like, my brother did this. Well, he didn't do it because I wouldn't let him. He's like, I was like, oh yeah, me and I were thinking of going, uh, you know, on a really romantic trip. You know, we're going around Italy. He's like, oh yeah, I'll come with you. I'm like, no, you fucking won't. <laughs> yeah, but imagine he hadn't said that and he just Surprise! rocked up. Yeah. I hate surprises. 
Yeah, I don't like surprises. I don't like surprises. No, I don't want to be surprised. My sister-in-law, she does it to me all the time. She was like, and surprised me. And like, I don't like surprises. No. I I need to know what's happening. I like to throw surprises. Uh, you know, surprise yeah. parties and things. I like to surprise people. Don't surprise me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about going on holidays as a parent. <laughs> okay. Uh, because yeah. it's a lot a, happens. It, a lot happens and it's a lot to take in. And what I have discovered is going on holidays as a parent is really just minding your child in a different country. There is no break you're not resting. Two words. Okay. Kids club. What? There'll be a time when Wolf will be going, I don't want to sit here. I don't want to do that. I want to go to kids club. Get the beers in low. I did this. Club kids Med. Club. Yeah. Well, okay. It wasn't as fancy as Club Med, but we go on holiday and we go to this uh, specific hotel because my kids just love the kids club. Because they meet all the kids and they have a great time. And they're like, oh, I want to go to kids club. And me and Laura are like, it's a crash. Basically. Well, they do lots of activities and outdoor stuff and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, don't say it like that. You make me feel bad. Don't shame me. How many hours are they at kids club? I let them decide. So I'm not like, you have to go to kids club twice a day, every day. I let them decide. So some mornings they might want to go whenever they want to go. I let them go. But I'm telling you, there is nothing like that feeling. But I know initially it is quite tricky. It is quite tricky. It's just... It's full on, like it's 24 hours a day and it's, you know, you're you're still up during the night. You're still up early in the morning. It's not a holiday for you. No, it really isn't. But it's a holiday for Wolf because he can play ding dong with your tits all day. All day long. Nobody Love cares. That. Nobody cares. And the, you know, he's having the time of his life. But you were really anxious about the flights. So I had all that go. So the flight on the way over. Perfect. Couldn't have gone better. The child fell asleep drinking his bottle as the plane was taken off. He stayed asleep for the flight. He was waving at the air hostesses, basically winking at them. And it was wonderful. It was perfect. Way home was a little bit different. Mm. On the way home, our flight was cancelled. So there was pandemonium in the airport. And I was going, we're going to miss the window of sleep opportunity. What's going to happen? Very kindly, the air hostesses, after the flight was cancelled, went through the queue and took out everybody with a baby. The advantage of having kids. Put us on a flight home. That's amazing. So we were delighted. We got on the plane. We did miss the window of sleep, though. So I experienced for the first time what it is like to be on a flight with a toddler who can walk. And I made friends with every single person on the plane because mm. I walked up and down the aisle 20 million times. That must have been really difficult for you. <sighs> you okay? Yeah, because my legs are itty bitty and the aisles no, are so you don't long. don't like people. I hate people. Like people that you, you just, you don't hate people. You just don't know how to, you, to, I hate people. You don't, yeah. And you don't like social situations. You get very sweaty on your back and the, your ass crack, it's, you told me, gets really like... It really fill, does. It fills with sweat. It really does. And I need a hairdryer to dry it all up. That's ridiculous. But I, so I was walking up and down the aisles and people are lovely. The majority of people are lovely. They're going, oh, look. Except people. that American guy who was roaring at a baby recently on a f- transatlantic flight. Was it transatlantic? <gasps> I saw this. I don't know if it's transatlantic. It, was, it happened in the States. It went viral. This guy started absolutely losing the rag with a baby for crying, saying, shut that baby up. And the last thing he said in the video was, shut that effing, shut that fucking baby up. 
it was horrific to watch. And I thought, well, he must have some kind of misphonia. You know that thing where people get really triggered by certain sounds and the baby crying? But the baby can't do anything. It was out, it was bang out of order. It was really aggressive. Maybe he shouldn't be on a plane. Maybe he shouldn't be on a plane. Absolutely. Uh, and people, you have to be very careful because you, you could come across people like that who would just get so narky with well, a baby I, running up and down and I screaming. was nervous because as the plane was landing, Wolf's ears started to hurt him. And I was trying to give him a bottle. I was trying to do the soother, making sure, you know, doing all the tactics. He wasn't having any of it. He started screaming mm-hmm. and bawling, crying. And he was kicking his legs, kicking the seat in front of us. And I was trying so hard to kind of keep his legs in and he was just losing it even more then. Did you have to apologise to the person yeah, who was kicking Yeah, I said, it? I'm really sorry. And they just kind of smiled at me. That's why I carry a lot of cash to pay people off. So, yeah. you know, I'm just I'm so sorry. Like, so I just pay people off. I should off. have taken your cash. Just pay people off. I know, I know. Now, there was one really nice Irish woman who he, I, I, I was walking down the aisle and he kind of banged into her. And I went, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And she went, don't fucking apologise. And then nodded to the, her side and there were two children like drawing on each other. <laughs> Oh, and I was like, I literally put my hand on her shoulder and I went, thank you so much. Did you have a moment? (laughs) I really, I just thought we should be friends. (laughs) Yeah, it it can be really tricky. And, you know, it could be a really good experience, really bad experience. People have tips. People are saying, you know, bring extra toys, do this, do that. Um, You know, your holiday was quite, you had quite a dramatic holiday. I mean, somebody dropped dead on your holiday. The last holiday I went on when Enzo was a baby the most dramatic thing that happened was he shit in the pool and I ran. I didn't say anything because he I was so... shit in the pool? Do you not put the special swimming nappies came on out him? The side. came out the side. Oh, no, in Jeff. the pool. How big we, was this to come we were, out the side? It was, it was watery and we were, oh! in, we were in the pool and we were leaving that day and I could see, I was in the pool and I could see this stuff coming out of him and stop, I just went, stop. I was just like, now we need to go. I was too afraid to say it to them. I was too embarrassed. The shame of going up to the desk and going, Hi, um, thanks for letting us stay in this uh, gorgeous five-star establishment. Uh, my son just shit in the pool. Um, I'm off out of here. Can you order me a taxi? <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't so know what wait, to do. Sorry, sorry. Hang went, on a second. Just so Enzo had the runs, basically. And it's mm. in a swimming pool in this beautiful five-star hotel. And you just left it there. Did you? Now, somebody would have noticed it eventually. I mean, yeah, somebody the water, would have sw- swam through it, Jan. Well, it was kind of in the kiddie pool and the water would have changed colour. And yeah, it's not great. My other memories of holidays with really young kids. I- Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I have eaten so many meals and drank so much wine in so many bathrooms around the continent. Why? Because I'm too scabby to get uh, a suite or, a ca- you know, or it's too expensive. So you'd you know, you get a room with a cot. But when the kid goes to sleep at seven o'clock, where are you going to eat your dinner? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's too cold on the back and whatever. So there's been so many holidays and so many beautiful cities and places I've been to where me and Leo were sitting on the bathroom floor eating a burger and uh, drinking a bottle of wine. I don't understand why you couldn't have just gone into the kitchen table. Because we're in a fucking hotel room. Oh, sorry, thought I was no. thinking like Airbnb. No, no Lottie. No, we're in a hotel room. <laughs> this is what I mean, but this is it. This is the thing. Now you have to upgrade yourself. Now you have to take, get a suite or a conjoining room or uh, an Airbnb or an apartment. The days of hotel rooms with little ones, if you want to have a relaxing holiday and have a life after seven o'clock or eight o'clock in the evening, those days are gone unless you do that thing which is really dangerous. What? And you go, just leave him up. Just go with the flow. No. Just go with the flow. Don't go with the flow. The flow's not good. That's what the Italians do. I mean, you know what the Italians, you can't get a reservation in Italy until like 10 o'clock at night for dinner. That's very true. That's very true. They all stay up late. They wake up late and that's how they do it. No, I I can't go with the flow, particularly around... No, full stop. No, full stop around (laughs) swimming pools. That that that's my thing is the fear around the swimming pools. Yeah, you know, and Wolf is obsessed with water, Jen. He's obsessed with it. He wants to jump. He has no concept of danger. Well, that's really good that he that he's not fearful because a lot of kids are just really fearful. It's very hard to get them into the pool. So he yeah. just wants to get in. Well, he just cool. wants to jump in, and if it's the first time I understand my parents' behaviour when we used to go on holidays because my parents used to put us in full body flotation devices when we went on holidays. So you couldn't see our skin. It was basically a wetsuit that was a flotation device. It looked like Maggie from The Simpsons, you know, in, in that episode where she's in the star suit. And we'd go to water parks. And like when I think about how ridiculous we must have looked. Safety. Because Safety first. they were just obviously like I'd I'd be going down a water slide, but I'd be getting stuck. At every bend in the slide because the wetsuit flotation device wouldn't let me slide. Were you really hot in there? Yeah, so sweaty. Wow. Yeah, they were so... My parents were paranoid about water. And like, I was told this story once that like, if you got into the sea, there was this rip current that took children away. So ice to this day won't get into the sea. Who told you that? My dad. Why did he tell you that? Because he was obviously so terrified that he'd turn his back for a second and well, we'd be swept away. I get that. But it meant as an adult, I still, even though I know it's illogical, I still am terrified of getting into the sea. Yeah, I'm in a really good place with my kids and swimming because my dad uh, taught us all how to swim and used to teach swimming in Baldoyle. Uh, hello to everyone in Baldoyle. I think uh, if you know how to swim and you were taught in Baldoyle swimming pool, my dad probably taught you. So we were all very good swimmers, really okay. good, to the point that a lot of us, except for me, because I couldn't, you know, uh, be arsed, I was too busy drinking cans with lads in fields. They've all become lifeguards, all my sisters and brothers as teenagers. No way! Yeah, so we're very big into our swimming. So as soon 
as I could get my kids into a pool. And you're, ne- you're never too young. Water, I started with water babies. And very then, hard to get into a water baby's class now. Oh. It's a nightmare. I don't know who I need to bribe or where I need to go to to do something to get into the class, but it's difficult. It is tricky because it's so popular. So water babies and then my kids went into swimming lessons. Enzo is, when we spent some time in Italy when I was working there in the summer, Enzo was four. Mm-hmm. Now he's a small four-year-old, little skinny little four-year-old, right? And he swims like a fish. Mwah! Beautiful. Under the water, no armbands, nothing. He's just in, in the water. They're very strong swimmers, okay? Now, I never would take my eye off them and I'd always still be wary. But I remember sitting around po- this pool in Italy and this would happen quite often. And I'd be in Italy and I'd be by the pool and I'd just hear some American go, oh my God, there's a kid under the water. Like, somebody save him. And I'd be like that with my cocks. I'd go, sorry, what? Sorry, no, that's fine. He's a very strong swimmer. He's totally fine. He's totally able to. And then he just pop his head up, and people are like, "Oh my god, he's so good!" And you've no fear that something would happen to him. I, there's always a fear. There's always a fear, but it's a life skill. It, it's no ifs or buts or this is something. And they really hate swimming lessons because it's difficult. And uh, my kids can, you know, they're a bit oh, it's women. It's uh, it, it's difficult. It's exhausting. You know, it requires a lot of effort, and sometimes it's not a lot of fun. So, but I'm adamant they go every single week and I want them to, I just want them to be so confident in water. And they're, and we're at a stage now that they're really, really good, but that's just a given. But you'll always have that fear. You'll always have that fear. I think it's really important because anything can happen. Anything can happen in the yeah. water. And it, you, you could be a strong swimmer. And something bad can still happen. One time when I was on holidays as a child, I came down a slide in a water park. I'm going back to water parks because it's where it seems that funny stuff happens to me. And a woman... And you're not talking about Mosney. I'm not talking about Mosney. Let's just make it clear. Like I'm I not. Think, I think I went to Butlins. It's a foreign water park. Yeah, probably in Florida or somewhere. Really cool. And... A woman came down the slide after me. So, you know, you come down the slide and there's a big splash into that little kind of a pool area where you land after a slide. And I splashed in and came up off out of the water. I'd say I was about 14 mm. and came up out of the water. Oh, look, mum, dad, did you see me come down the slide? And a woman came flying down after me and used me as a flotation device as she started draining. Oh! <gasps> Start hanging on to you and grabbing you under. Pushed me under and was using me to float. Oh, wow. So I don't know, could she could not... Could she not see your face? I'm sure she knew I was a human, you know, and not a flotation device, if that's what do? you mean. He jumped into the water, pulled me out, and all I remember is uh, there being... Words spoken. There were... There was yelling. Um, and yeah, it, it, yeah, so... At least he was watching you. At least he was you know, watching. At least, at he, least he was because watching. when you first start telling me about your dad and your mom putting you in these floaty things, I went there. I thought, ah, oh, they just didn't want to keep an eye on them, so they just put them in big floaty things. That's so they possible can, too. Yeah, that that could have. That's possible too. Yeah, but you know what else? When you come home, mm. when you come home and you put your kid into crash, and I was thinking the whole time. 
oh, I need to get him back into his routine now because he's been out of his routine for 10 days and oh, geez, we need to get back into the crash. And he was so upset and I was thinking, oh, I'm going to be so upset. I've been with him every day for all day and I'm going to miss him so much. And then such mixed emotions as I got into my car and I went, yeah, I know. It is terrible. It is. I feel bad even saying it, but it's just, I literally went, <sighs> I can Mind you being a stay-at-home mom. I don't know how they do it. Phenomenal. 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 Uh yeah, because it's it's relentless. Relentless. It is relentless. Sometimes when I go to work, I just like even in the morning, even when Lau's around, it's like constant. It's, you know, you're getting things ready, you're making breakfast. They want you to do this. And it's like and I get into my car and I'm going to do a job and I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to get into work. And have a coffee and nobody's at me. And it's just, it's a real luxury we have, I have to say, to be able to do it and to do a job that we love. So uh, I'm really, really appreciative of that. And I never, ever take that for granted, ever. Now, I think it is time we move on to our podcast pals. Let's do it. Love them. Um, You, you go. You read okay. this one. I love this one. Um, I want to distance myself from this as much oh, as possible. Okay, so I'm not even sure I want to get involved in there's this There's an one. ulterior motive to asking me to read this one. Um, so, we got this in to our email address. Mm-hmm. Are you distancing yourself? No, I'm, I'm quite comfortable. Go. Guys, I really want to stay anonymous for this one because if anyone my partner knows I've been speaking about his mother the way I'm about to, I'll probably end up divorced. And really at this point, I would take it as a slow, happy release. His mammy has been the basis of every argument since we've had our boy. But my mother-in-law's interference since his arrival has been unbearable and it's getting to be a huge problem in our relationship. Where did it start? When I had the baby. She's constantly calling around at really inconvenient times, constantly telling me I should do it this way and then treating me like a rockin' idiot and honestly, it's too much. I don't feel like it's my place to say anything and my husband should really address the issue and set some boundaries with the woman. But am I wrong? Wow. Um, I would just like to kick off by saying I love my mother-in-law. So do I. I love her so much. Hi, Shirley. She's the best. Hi, Louisa. In the world. Uh, The mother-in-law dynamic can be tricky, especially, I don't know, how is Fabio and the mammy? Like, Lau is the golden child. You know, he is... Yeah, so is Fabio. Yeah, you know, we're in it. And also, (laughs) we, we have this similar situation of Italian families. Yeah. Italian boys and their mothers. It's, it's wrong. The cord was not cut. No. Um. <laughs> now, Les' mum is English, by the way. <laughs> oh, is she? Yeah. So Les' mum is English and the dad is Italian. So, so at least he, I have a bit of a relief there. So he's fake Italian. He's fake Italian, yeah. You've but if you ask him... Fake Italian husband. But if you ask him, he'd say he was Italian first, Irish second with his Irish passport and then... English last. Wow. I know, that's a whole other podcast. But I just want to say about the mother-in-laws. I've heard this so many times. Yeah, so have I. I have a friend who I cannot name, but her mother-in-law insisted and was in the labour ward. No. And was there when she gave birth. My friend's mother-in-law saw her vagina. Oh, my mother-in-law seen my vagina. Why? I was really drunk. Okay, well, that's a different thing. But also, 
my mother-in-law wanted to be with me when I gave birth. No! Yeah. So did she ask you or ask Lau? She asked, she, she asked me and I just said, no. I was like, no, that's not happening. She was like, but I was there when Leisha, Lau's sister, I was there when Leisha had my other grandchildren. Did she say that? Yeah. I was like, no, nah, it's not happening. Absolutely not. So I can be very straight with her. But Thank did, God. Was Lau okay with that response or was he kind he of going? Okay. No, 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 no. Let my mom. No, no. He's, he, he was very good. Thank God. I mean, I, my advice to this person, and we don't want to give advice on this, but I would say if your mother-in-law is interfering, is calling around, is taking the baby from you, let it happen. Yeah. Because... Be appreciative of oh the help. Oh my God, imagine. <laughs> imagine somebody come around that you know and trust and love just going, I'm going to take over. Yeah. You go off and, you know, do something nice Please for yourself. Please do oh, it. I would go love for that. It. I go would love for it. that. And cook me food. Amazing. And all those wonderful things. Thank you so much, Louisa. But if they're being inappropriate and saying things and giving, you know, advice that is crossing the line, that is, I would say, your partner's job to say it. Crossing the line. Um, sorry, what did you just say? Let sorry, your go pa- back. Let your partner, you know, deal with that. It's his mother. But that's going to create a really... Um, tense dynamic between you and your partner. Yeah. That could cause a big fight. Yeah. And then you're fighting about the mother-in-law. That's really awkward. Well, I would say if boundaries are being pushed, it's your mother, Lau, you have to say it. See, the unfortunate thing with me is I, Lau can do no wrong in my relationship. Like, Lau could, if I have a fight with Lau and I'm on the phone to my mom, I'm like, oh my God, this happened. I'm sorry. She's like, what did you do? Okay. She will always take his side. Yeah. Yeah. Shirley will never take my side. It's always Lau. Lau can do no wrong. Lau can do no wrong. Full stop. Full okay. stop. Okay. But I do, I, I don't, I don't want to have that, I have to have that conversation. So I think he should, you know, if boundaries are being crossed, maybe the the person whose mother it is should have the conversation with the mother. Yeah, but that means them agreeing with you that the mother is crossing. Oh, you mean you have to get them on side? Yeah. Do you find it difficult to get Fabio on side? Well, he... Well, Fabio's a people pleaser. Mm. Okay. That's uh, a bit of a dig. No, it's not at all. Mm. He just... He is a people pleaser. Like, he wants everyone to be happy. So, I have no doubt he tells me what I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes back and tells his mum what she wants to hear. Uh-huh. He just likes a happy home. Okay. And I respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have you very know? different views with regards to things... You know, and no, we do think quite similarly. Okay, we're lucky. I, I mean, the odd time that we don't see eye to eye, um, I just make sure that <laughs> he sees my point of view. The only issue, I, the big issue, and I've said this to her, so <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not going behind her back, and she knows I have a huge issue with Christmas. What? I have a huge issue. With uh, the the presents at Sorry. Christmas, yeah, because I'm the youngest of six. We've huge family. We, you know, the kids get spoiled, and my big worry is my kids turning to ours, turning into arseholes. I do not want to have arsehole children, therefore, I don't want them to be spoiled. But it's very hard to keep that, you know, keep them safe from that when people just buy them bits of plastic and shite all the time. You mean when very they're spoiled? Grateful. By their grandparents. By by the whole family. It's relentless. But then when we go to Lau's mum, around Christmas time especially, she goes above and beyond. So we won't get a present to come out. 
she had the kids have their own sack. <gasps> a sack, a Santa sack that she fills throughout the year, right? And then she gives it to the child and it's it's just relentless. And no matter how much I say, please, you don't need to do that. They just want to spend time with you. They don't need all this stuff. She's like, my grandchildren will do what I want. Yeah, so my mum at Christmas was trying to do the buy loads of different things and, oh, I'll get them this, I'll get them that, blah, blah, blah. And I just said, I, I was very firm and I just said, no, he loves books. He'll have two or three books. Poor child. And that's it. He doesn't love books. He does love books. He doesn't, Lottie. He does. He doesn't. You don't know him. <laughs> and he loves co-sleeping. <laughs> don't forget, if you want to um, get in touch with us and you want to, you know, ask us a question for the podcast. We won't have the answer. We won't, but we'll ask have a good us. laugh about it. Ask us. Um, our podcast. Sorry, can I just say also, do you know when she starts shopping for their Santa sack? When? Now, May. May. She doesn't, May, Jen. June. She do- You're exaggerating. I s- that's when she starts shopping. I swear to God. I, I'm surprised she hasn't called me while I'm doing this podcast. Well, at least you could hide loads of the presents and then just give them, you know, one every so often. That's really good advice. Isn't it? Well done. Thank you. You know, at least she didn't rock up with a big black Mercedes car. <laughs> Can I have that? Can I? <laughs> yes. That sounds deadly. Yes. You know, those kids I things. said, no car. I live in a two bedroom apartment. What's in my home? A bloody car for Amazing. a child. Um, so you can get in touch with us by email, mail at jenandlottie.com. Um, and yeah, tell us all the mad stuff that's going on in your life and we will share it with the community. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Jen and Lottie Do Parenting. We really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review. It really helps the show if you do. We'll have new shows in your podcast feed every Wednesday. This episode is brought to you by the Kira Lambert Hair Consultancy. You can check them out at Kira Lambert Hair Consultancy on Instagram or www.kiralambert.ie. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.